are listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Malik White. Malik told the story about the time they were hit by a car on their bike and received a pretty gnarly vaginal injury. This week, I called Shelly Paul in Minneapolis, and she told me about the time she had a thumb-sized cyst on her vagina. Here's Shelly Paul. So, my story is going to be about a very large vaginal cyst. Let me, I'm going to actually start, um... By saying that I've had a long history of um, vaginal discomfort issues. It's kind of my thing, <laughs> you know. Um, I Like from when I was a kid, I had chronic UTIs, which like has led me to have many memories that are absolutely burned into my mind and urinary tract <laughs> of like having to get like tests at the doctor and my mom just being like, just go! And me being like, no! You know, were well, you just what'd you say? They would make you pee at the doctor's office, like hurt. So I was like, I don't want to. And my mom's like, You have to for the test, <laughs> but it hurts. <laughs> oh, god. Um, yeah, fun. And uh, then like funny, ironic yeast infections, which is super fun, like that would last like for months. Oh, yeah. Um, I get those, too. Which, terrible. And, like, at the time, I didn't know you could, like, transfer it to, like, your um, else's drunk, like, from yours. Wait, say that again? You, you can, they, they can be, like, sexually transmitted. Oh, yeah, I had heard that. So I'd just be, like, falling back between me and my boyfriend, you know? Oh, God. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> um... And, like, we were just poor, and so we couldn't afford, like, Diflucan, whatever, so we were putting, like, you know, just garlic, yogurt, <laughs> which I like to call the Whole30 diet, <laughs> H-O-L-E, pretty healthy, no, um, and eventually I found out that it was just I couldn't use scented detergent to wash my undergarments. Oh, I feel like I'm doing a terrible job telling a story. <laughs> like, no, I was, not... I was gonna say, oh, I just choked on something. Um, I've been noticing, I keep getting like, I don't know if it's like a use, it's like, it's like very mild, kind of like a BV thing, but it's it happens when I like have a period. And when I have, you have it? Well, because I have an IUD, so I don't get my period very often. Sure. But then when I do, I get like a weird like. It's like something is off down there. I don't know. That's that's interesting because for me, I would get all the time. The only time it would go away is when I was on my period. Oh, it's really? like a real kind of mind foggy looking to your period because that's when it's uh, a relief, moment of relief. That's wild. So that's interesting. The vagina, very strange place. Um, Mystical. But. <laughs> it's full mysteries. Uh, I did solve again. It was I just can't use detergent. 
or maybe just detergent that I bought from the dollar store because that's where it was coming from. <laughs> and my story, my main story is that I one time was at work and I went to the bathroom, did some things in the bathroom, then had to wipe naturally mm-hmm. and felt what honestly felt like another thumb. Oh my god. <laughs> but like coming out of the hole. And I was like, wait, but all my fingers are here. <laughs> Absolutely almost passed out because I was like, what the hell? And then had to like anxiously like tell my coworker like something is wrong. I need to like go to the doctor and there was it and I was like, uh <laughs> Wait, was it hurt like was it hurting? No didn't really hurt it just was like there was like a thumb-sized protrusion (laughs) that suddenly wait as long as long as a thumb like almost dude wow like roughly thumb like maybe like just a little bit past maybe not the full thumb you know what I mean big enough to uh, be of much concern (laughs) to me and so and I didn't even drive at the time also so I had to get a co-worker to drive me to who was like just getting off work to drive me to the clinic and I got there I was just freaking out and the the doctor like looked at me and she was like oh yeah I see what you're talking about (laughs) and I was just like And she told me it was a kind of cyst. And then, um, like, and I was like, so what do we do? You know, like, what, like, what, am I dying? Like, what does this mean? She's like, no, it's, like, infected and just forms. And we need to, like, drain it. And I was like, oh, Um, so she drained it. And she was like, wow, yeah, there is a lot coming out of this thing (laughs) and I was like cool chill just like (laughs) gooping how did it how did Uh, it appear so suddenly if it was that big dude I don't because it literally it must have been maybe I just didn't notice it in the morning or something because it was at work when I had discovered it (laughs) discovered <laughs> it was um shocking. And uh, then I yeah, and then I just had to um do hot compresses on my coochie for a while. <laughs> which is fun when it's in that location I just had to like lay on the bathroom floor and like splay my legs open and hold a hot cloth to my puss, which is you know it's interesting. Gwyneth Paltrow, um she she makes a lot of money off of a hot pussy compress, so you might it's wow. kind of kind of luxurious if you think about it. It's like a spa treatment. She does that she let I think it's I think or wait, no, maybe she didn't invent it, but she like does it all the time where she it's like it's like sitting on a toilet but it blows hot air on your <laughs> on your vagina. What? Like steam or yeah. just like air? I think it's I think it is steam. Okay. That I mean Pussy Answer that song. doesn't sound nice. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, like she's shoving rocks up there too. She's crazy. Yeah. 
I thought it was nice. At first I was like, hot air, that sounds horrible. You're just like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a dry heat. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ty- like a little sauna. Um. Okay, but back to the cyst. Did you get... You didn't get to watch when she was popping it, did you? No, because I... Like, the mechanics of right. that like, simply weren't scientifically possible, although I would have loved to watch. Maybe, like, a mirror or something. Yeah, I should have. Next time I'll remember to bring a mirror so I can have somebody film it for my <laughs> private collection. I mean, yeah, I, would, I, don't, I wouldn't want to miss I love a good... I love a good cis getting drained, you know. <laughs> right? A good old Dr. Pimple Popper? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. I follow her on Instagram. Dr. Pimple Popper down under. She's very nice, too. She has a, she has a very good bedside manner. She's so sweet, yeah. <laughs> totally. Because, like, you could easily be so mean. Oh, yeah. Ooh. When you're... People come in with just craters full of you know I mean the 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 potential to be mean there is readily available or to so, like I feel like I her. would I would gag you know some of them are those big wet ones I go <gasps> oh right <laughs> and man she's a stone poker face <laughs> and we're done like what a professional I like the, I like the blackheads that like those there's like I saw one where it was like as big as like a rock like a like a like a quarter sized solid black as well. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awesome! Yeah, I prefer the hard. Me too. It's um, more substance, satisfying. Yeah. substances than the, the goop. The, the big, goop gets yeah. me sometimes. Because it, it's not satisfying; it's just gross. I don't know what it is about. Like, yeah. the blackheads are very satisfying when they come out. I completely agree. I wonder why we like that type of thing. Um, I'm sure there is, like, an explanation. Yeah, like, evolutionarily. <laughs> like, if, you like, if you like hard pops, then you you are a Leo. <laughs> I'm a Cancer. I don't even know why I said that. But... <laughs> live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of those stories okay um i used too much lube when preparing for anal sex and gave my lover immediate diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) i mean who hasn't been there why i'm i why would why would lube give you diarrhea though I'm kind of confused. My assumption is that it like gets it gets and it and it makes it too soft, you know. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Man, or that... it's just like. <laughs> Does that mean that they just like had one in the ch- in the chamber? <laughs> it was locked and loaded. It <laughs> was like here you go, slip on through. Ooh. There could be some chemical reaction. Yeah, maybe. Like a lube OD. I guess, yeah, if it did just... If everything's all lubed up, yeah. Uh. I don't know. I can't explain it scientifically, but I do relate to it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, okay. Here is... Okay, here's the next one. It says, First pap smear story. I was a late bloomer and experienced my first pap smear while into college. After googling the most convenient practice that took Medicaid, I found myself in a stuffy office in the western suburbs. The doctor, a dying old white man, impatiently walked me through each step of the exam. After taking the time to ugh, after taking the time to thoroughly feel up my calves and making what? and making the point to ask if I was an avid runner, there was a scratch at the Ugh. door. With my legs in the stirrups and pussy blowing in the wind, a small dog came into the room. <gasps> As I sat frozen on the table, cold and exposed, he gave the doggy a really good scratch. Lots of pets. Without shooing the dog out or changing his gloves. This is so fucked up. He proceeded <gasps> to stick his fingers into my vagina. The dog watched. Oh my god. Ish. That is upsetting. I feel like she, like, wasn't at a doctor. She was just, like, some, like, Craigslist guy, like, bought a bunch of old equipment and, like, started running his own. Yeah, right. How did the dog get in? Why is there a dog in a doctor's area, period? God. And then, oh, Yeah, that's... In your first time? That's so traumatizing. Oh, Yeah. I am... Um, like, that only happens to me, like, 25% of the time that I get pet smears. It's not even every time. Horrible. A dog <laughs> comes in? <laughs> yeah, you know. It's, it happens, but it shouldn't happen on your first time. That's crazy. Um, the, when I was, like, when I was a teenager and I... I think I wanted to... I wanted to get, like, birth control or something. I can't remember. But the, the nurse was, like... I think I, I wasn't that old, but she was saying, like, I maybe would need to have a pap smear. And so she got out, like, all the tools and, like, laid them out for the doctor. And I was, like, shaking. I was like, oh, God. And then the doctor came in and was like, no, nah, we don't need to do that. We can wait till you're older. And I was like, oh. <laughs> she, it was like It was like when you're, like, torturing somebody and you, like, put all the, like, right. the she knives like, and things out to, like, a, intimidate them. Threat. Yeah. This, this shiny, cold metal, that weird duck thing. Yes. The speculum. Yeah. I'm listening. I've had a lot of paps in my time. <laughs> I know, I have too. Now I'm, now I'm pretty good at it, but... Yeah. The first time she was like, okay, can you just, if you, can you, can you just relax a little bit? And I was like, I am relaxed. <laughs> She's like, um, no, you're not. <laughs> Can't get my hand in. The first time that somebody <laughs> is examining your crotch naked in a doctor setting is so disturbing to your psyche it's 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 the most vulnerable like yeah it's wild it's a new feeling that is hard to adjust to for sure Every, every time I go in, they always, they always like, okay, can you spread your legs a little more? And I know I'm, they're supposed to be more spread. I just, they have to tell me to do it or I won't do it. It's literally like a reflex. Like, my legs are slowly closing. Like, yeah. I can't be like this forever. <laughs> I can't do it. It's like at the dentist where my mouth keeps getting, like, I closed <laughs> right. more, too. And they're like, okay, open your mouth up. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> um... Okay, I have I have one more. 
I was in the hospital and they put a catheter in wrong and now every time <gasps> I pee, it's a fireworks show. <laughs> oh my god, well that actually sounds tight, dude. Can I get that electively? <laughs> I've never, uh, I wonder what that would be like. It looks to be like one of those sprinklers that's like... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, can I get it, like, specifically that setting? Because that would be, I feel like that'd be a, that'd be a blast in a public restroom. Just, like, <laughs> listen to this, guys. Can you, if I, if you had a catheter in, could you walk around or would it fall out? Uh, I, I want to say it would fall out eventually, but I, I'm not a catheterologist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said I you saying calf head like <laughs> like a big fan of catheters calf head. <laughs> I'm just a enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. A hobbyist. Yeah. <laughs> Our live story comes from Malik White. Malik is a Chicago performer, and you can find their writing on autostraddle.com. This was recorded in December of 2018. Here's Malik White. But we didn't mean to know anything. Come as moisturizing, my God. I'm sure you can all tell by looking at me, I am a cyclist. Um, and that's what I'm here to talk about today. I ride my bike almost exclusively for transportation, and I've biked through the last seven Chicago winters. Thank you, I do that because I would like to appear both environmentally conscious and butcher than all of you. And so far it works. And drivers cut me off all the time, and I used to respond with like a sensible, hey, you know, but nobody paid attention to that. So then I just started yelling, rape! Like, oh my god, nobody paid attention to that one either. <laughs> terrible. Um, and then the last time a driver cut me off, I just yelled, Bernie would have won! <laughs> and when that driver realized that there was an adult human American who was still saying that, <laughs> she just rammed right into me. <laughs> That's how I got hit by a car. That's not true. But I did get hit by a car on my bike in September, and here's how it happened. Um, I'm biking along, it's the middle of the day, fully visible, following all traffic laws, and a driver who is on her phone hits me from behind. And when that happens, I tilt to the side, my front wheel gets trapped under her front wheel, and then I get dragged for a few feet and tossed over to the curb. I'm standing here today. We're gonna, we're gonna be okay, stick with me, but it's gonna get gnarly. And uh, I'm not sure how badly hurt I am at first, and a bus driver calls 911, and the paramedics show up, and the first paramedic who approaches me says, can you tell me which parts of your body hurt the most, young man? <laughs> young man, that happens a lot. Um, you know, I'm the kind of person where, like, anytime I fly on an airplane, flight attendants assume I'm a small, soft boy traveling alone. So, <laughs> used to this. That's because I'm a non-binary person, and if that is a gender term that's unfamiliar to any of you, I'll just explain it real quick like this. Let's say that you are the kind of person who likes to call your partner daddy 
during sex? <laughs> Pretend you're that person. If you were having sex with me, you would call me your parent or guardian. <laughs> and that's what non-binary means. And then I get to sign a permission slip before we go through the ordeal, that's consent. Okay, we're on the same page. So this paramedic notices me hesitate because I'm not quite sure how to explain this situation. And he says, hey, it's okay. Just tell me what hurts, little buddy. And I say, my right arm, my left foot, and my vagina. Because it becomes very clear right away that something horrible has happened to my vagina. Now, before I get into how gross this is, I just want you all to know, like, don't feel too bad for me. A lot of really good things have happened to my vagina this year. <laughs> I'm in a wonderful relationship with a girlfriend who keeps her fingernails clipped nice and short. <laughs> it's wonderful. I have a drawer full of sex toys at home. It's no, I keep my sex toys in a toolbox, come on. So I go to the hospital, and I take off my gay-ass little denim short shorts uh, to put on my hospital gown, and I discover that my underwear and my shorts are just like full of blood, um, and my thighs are covered in blood, and it's not like when you, like, oops, get your period, it's like, like when you and your sweetheart both have your periods and you've been scissoring for a long time. <laughs> it looks like that. And the nurse walks in and takes one look at me and goes, oh, we're gonna take care of that later. And just kind of like covers me up with this gown and then sends me off for x-rays. And I learned that I'm actually like not broken at all. Um, my right arm is so swollen that I can't really bend it. And I've got a sprained ankle and tons of road rash. I'm told that my backpack and my helmet saved my life. So. Hey, that's pretty cool. Um, and I go back into the hospital room to wait to see the doctor about this situation. And it's taking a long time and I have to pee, uh, which I'm not looking forward to. So I call the nurse in and I say, hey, like, I wanna go to the bathroom, but earlier I heard one of the other nurses say, like, you need a urine sample for something so you have like a cup. And um, I love this nurse so much. She was like, oh yeah, the doctor wanted to run a pregnancy test, but I took one look at you and told him you're probably all good. <laughs> she gets me. <laughs> so I go up to the bathroom and I pee and you know, blood comes out from uh, the inside and outside. Um, you know, just like, like when you have your period and you're peeing on the toilet and it's coming out, but then um, I hear a plop sound, which if you're a person with a period, it's not that unusual. Sometimes you empty that diva cup and like a big old clot just poop, like it's like a little, yeah, diva cup, we'll talk about it. Um, but this was not a classic plot. It was, it was a piece of skin from the inside of my vagina fell into the toilet. And I went back into the hospital room. Hey, I warned y'all. And I told the nurse what happened and she was like, I've had three kids. The inside's gonna be fine. It's the outside I'm worried about. And 
The nurse and I discover that in addition to something awful having happened inside, I have this upsettingly deep cut on the left side of my vulva. Oh, no. My left, not your left. That's not important. And the doctor finally comes in to take a look at it, and he's this super young guy, just like a baby in a lab coat. And he says, okay, uh, I'm just going to take a look at your private parts. I didn't feel gross about it until he said that. I was just like, buddy, you're a doctor. Use the appropriate medical terms. And he says, you know what? You're right. Uh, I'm just going to take a peek at your swimsuit area. And then this is how fast he does it. He like lifts up the sheet and just goes, Whoop. oh, that looks really bad. And that's all he did. He said it looked like it probably needed stitches, but because it was a sensitive area, he wasn't going to do that. So he just sent me home. I'm glad you're all upset on my behalf. This makes me feel great. So I went home with Tylenol, and uh, I cleaned myself up, and I, I wanted to make sure everything like still worked, you know, because <laughs> nobody had, had talked to me about that. Uh, so then what I proceed to do as soon as I get home is uh, I queue up some Pornhub. I type in my favorite search term, real lesbian porn. Because I feel like, I don't know, when it's a real couple, they're like having a good time. I feel good about it. Um, so I'm watching that and just like very uh, tenderly masturbating. And it hurts so bad. Like, I feel like I figured out how to perform gay conversion therapy on myself. <laughs> but I had an orgasm. I did it. It was okay. I took a long time for that to heal, though. And uh, my girlfriend has been in L.A. when all of this had happened. Um, so I was just like every day gingerly masturbating myself to make sure that I could still come. And then when my girlfriend came back, we had uh, just the most careful sex. Has anyone had careful sex? It's terrible. I mean, I would be like on my back, laying just completely still, and she would have one finger just like, er, 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 like in and out because the outside hurt too bad. That's when I learned like the worst kind of dirty talk is saying, are you okay? <laughs> um, but you know what? It, it all healed up. Thank you. The inside's fine, the outside's fine. Now I have this like super thick, gnarly scar that runs down one side of my vulva. And uh, that means I'm butcher than all of you. So <laughs> thank you so much, I'm Malik White. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Shelly Paul. Well, the only thing I really have to going on is that I'm working on a web series right now, but absolutely none of it has come out yet. So I guess, like, I look forward to that <laughs> someday. What's it called? It's called Hoarders. Oh. And it's like, because I'm like a hoarder, so it's like me going through my stuff and trying to organize it. Kind of like a... <laughs> like a queer eye type situation but oh. only the home part and also mix in hoarders but like not not as um, gross as most episodes i'm jenna gephardt and this podcast has been produced by me 
If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez. And the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please rate and subscribe this podcast. And we'll see you next week.